listening to the Whitman Wire podcast, a weekly companion podcast for the Whitman Wire newspaper where we release news stories, deeper dives, and weekly news summaries. I'm Alea Bessie, the podcast editor, and today you'll be hearing from Casey Moulton and Mia Graham. The Office of Admissions has found that even though less than one half of Whitman's applicants are able to visit and take a tour, those who have toured comprise nearly three quarters of Whitman's incoming class. That means that tours are critical to deciding the size of the incoming class and the health of the college as a whole. Like most regularly scheduled activities, COVID is making these tours all the more difficult, but on our campus, they're still happening and began without much warning. But it still leads me to wonder, how does that statistic change in the time of COVID? You're listening to the Whitman Wire podcast. I'm Casey Moulton. And I'm Mia Graham. Today, we will discuss the implications of having tours in the time of COVID, whether they are necessary or dangerous. Our guests include Josh Jensen, the Vice President for Enrollment and Communications and a member of the COVID Task Force a Whitman tour guide, and the voices of prospective and current students. I had the opportunity to talk about all things campus tours with our first guest, Josh Jensen, who, as Mia noted, is an upper-level administrator. My name is Josh Jensen, and I am Whitman's uh, Vice President for Enrollment and Communications. Um, and I'm also um, one of the folks who works with the uh, coronavirus task force to plan the college's COVID response. Yeah, so how has the COVID response process intersected with enrollment? Sure. Um, so one of the you know uh, perennial pieces of wisdom that we have in the enrollment um, and admissions world is really the importance of the campus visit to the college decision-making process. Um, It's really hard to make a decision to spend, you know, uh, probably four years of your life um, at a college without the opportunity to see that place in person. And so um, when COVID first hit and we had to stop doing any kind of in-person visits, um, that was a real challenge. Um, It was also a challenge for our admission officers who Um, you know, uh, still are not able to travel to visit high schools and meet students. And um, I think we all know that one of the hallmarks of Whitman is the, um, you know, the close personal connections that people form. And one of the ways we show prospective students how that works is by demonstrating it to them, by building good relationships and and working closely uh, to, to welcome them to our community. And when COVID first hit, we were really unable to do that. And, um, and a lot of students you know, would reach out to us and say, we really need to visit campus to make this decision. And I think uh, last year it impacted quite a few decisions um, and you know, folks just weren't as comfortable being here. So it was a real priority this year for us um, to make sure that we could find a way for folks to visit campus um, and to do it in a way that was safe and followed state guidance and really um, uh, both made sure that folks had the opportunity to see at least a bit of Whitman in person, but also do it in a way that our community could feel comfortable with. Yeah. So you talk 
specifically there about uh, having tours happen again and getting to the point where we could have tours safely. What kind of benchmarks or expectations were put upon the campus before you could start tours? Sure. So at every level, um, we're always looking towards um, the, the governor's orders, the state um, Department of Public Health and their recommendations, and also our local um, Department of Community Health here in, in Walla County. Um, for, for guidance as to what, you know, what's considered safe. And then also we have um, a consulting epidemiologist that the college works with to help us really understand and evaluate um, the data that's out there um, and the sort of trends in current uh, COVID conditions that are specific to Whitman. And, and um, through all of those, we get a lot of information uh, in terms of making good decisions. And that information goes to the coronavirus task force. And in this case, specifically to our policy committee, which weighs in on all of the major uh, COVID related health and safety decisions for the college. So in this case, um, we really weren't able to offer any kind of um, campus visit or tour program at first when COVID hit. Um, and then uh, this fall, uh, as you probably know, the state was under um, a travel quarantine. And so we thought, you know, given the travel quarantine, we really can't offer a reasonable program. And so for a while we didn't. Um, and then at a certain point, we got guidance that the State Department of um, Health had issued um, guidance to colleges in Washington state, basically saying that they considered college visits to be essential travel. So what that meant was uh, in, in Washington state, essential travel is not subject to quarantine if you're coming from out of state. And then really the question is, how do we make sure we're doing that in a way that we feel is super safe for our campus community? So we started out with individual visits and we sort of have been putting off um, you know, sophomores and juniors because we think they'll have time in the future when um, there'll be fewer restrictions. And rather than doing big group tours and group meetings indoors, um, those tours were set up with one student and up to two family members. Um, they had to, just like you, you and I do every day, uh, do a symptom check and a temperature check um, before coming on campus. So they would come to campus, they would have a meeting outdoors um, at the admission office with an admission officer, and they would go on an outdoor only campus tour with a campus tour guide. And there was an expectation of mask wearing for everyone involved and six feet of social distancing at all times uh, to make sure that that process was safe. Um, and this spring we've expanded that program, um, again with safety in mind to welcome more admitted students to campus because now of course folks really have to make their college decision. And we are actually doing um, an admitted student Saturdays program. So that's a little bit more involved than just a tour. Um, families come to campus. In this case, it's one student and one family member. Um, they pre-register and um, it's 50 um, people. So 25 students and 25 uh, guests um, that come to campus each Saturday. And when they arrive on campus, they get COVID testing right away. Um, uh, and assuming they're all negative, which so far they have been, um, they're then broken out into cohorts of um, 
five groups of 10 and they spend the whole day um, with a tour guide and just within that group of 10, again, to limit um, potential exposure and make sure that um, it's, a, it's a fairly small group that's together all day. And that program is a majority outdoors. There are some moments where they do go inside. What would happen if one of those rapid tests came back positive? Yeah, it's a great question. So we have a protocol ready to go. We would immediately ask for the family to come with us um, outside the building. And we have a resource sheet that we share with them and talk them through, um, which helps them understand you know, what they can do as someone who's visiting Walla Walla, depending on their circumstances related to travel and related to other needs. So where can they get a confirmatory um, PCR test locally, which um, they would need um, since the testing we're doing is antigen testing and also to help them identify resources if they traveled here by plane, you know, how to, how to handle that, how to manage quarantine, those kinds of things. Uh, so we have those materials kind of ready to go. And then of course they would be um, ultimately asked to leave campus to go quarantine. It's reassuring to hear someone who lives on campus that there are these protocols set out in place ready to go at any time. Um, I should also note that we ask everyone to, to get tested before they come to campus, before they travel here. So we think it's pretty unlikely that someone is likely to test positive then just, you know, a couple of days later, but it's not impossible, right? We all know that, um, you know, COVID can develop over a, a pretty brief period of time and someone could have already been infected and still test negative at home. So we want to be 100% prepared for it. Our number one concern is the safety of campus and of our, our campus population, but we also want to be attentive to the needs of our visitors who may be Whitman students, you know, not too long from now, um, who might show up here and test positive and need those resources. We want to make sure they're available. So as part of the tour, uh, our guests are invited to come to Cleveland, have brunch. I know it was very jarring the first day to walk out. Why were sure. current students not informed about the tours until the first one had occurred? The student body didn't receive any information that these tours would happen until everyone was here. Yeah, you know, I, I think honestly, it was, you know, a mistake probably on my part um, to not have um, thought of a way to notify students. I think in my head, I was thinking these these groups on purpose are gonna be kept pretty far away from students and not be directly interacting with students. Normally, um, when we have our visit days, we like to send out a message to the campus saying, there's gonna be visitors on campus, so be super friendly and welcome them. We didn't do it because, you know, I, I was just thinking these groups aren't really gonna be interacting directly with our students, so maybe there's no need. Um, not really thinking exactly what you said, which in hindsight is obvious, you know, none of us are perfect. Um, and so we, you know, obviously rectified that right after the first one and made sure that there was information in Whitman today so that everyone knew what was happening. Have all of these regulations and protocols in place to keep our visitors and our guests both welcomed and distant. So why are visitors allowed in Cleveland, one of the most trafficked buildings on campus, if we're attempting to promote safety protocols, distancing, et cetera? We do know that for students, the, the dining experience is really important to their visit. And we wanted to find a way to make it possible for them to sort of understand a little bit about what that was about here at Whitman. And, um, show off our great dining facility um, and at the same time 
be safe. We felt pretty confident that folks could, you know, with thoughtful safety measures, go into Cleveland, get a meal and leave Cleveland and have had the experience of seeing the building and getting food there without significant risk to our community. It was evaluated both by our consulting epidemiologist and also uh, was evaluated, like I said, by our policy uh, committee and there were no significant concerns about that. So under what conditions would campus tours stop? I understand that they're scheduled out through the middle of May. Uh, were there, would there be any conditions that would end that scheduling? I'm sure you're familiar with um, the different um, color-coded thresholds that we use to evaluate kind of what's permissible and not permissible on campus. The changes in those thresholds would trigger um, not necessarily a change, right? So um, at this point, um, what would happen is given that we're at a fairly permissible stage, if we went backwards a level, we would reevaluate a whole bunch of things that happen on campus, right? Things like um, visiting other people's um, residence halls, things like whether Cleveland has any seating or is, you know, takeout only. And that would also be the time when we would evaluate the activities related to visitors on campus. Let's take a look now towards the future. Do you think that offering tours will impact enrollment numbers for the fall semester, particularly for the class of 2025? Yeah, I, I'm hopeful that it will impact that in a positive way. And I think um, it's, it's too early to tell, but the anecdotal information and evidence that I have is really suggesting um, the families we've had on campus have been so grateful for the opportunity to come visit. Um, and we know that's not available at every school because every school has different resources to help manage that safety. Um, and Whitman is in a pretty good position in terms of having good resources and a good infrastructure available. Um, and, and not only are their families grateful to be here, but they're grateful to see the safety measures we're taking because I think it helps indicate how seriously we're going to take the safety and well-being of their, you know, especially the parents of their children uh, when they when they drop them off here in the fall. And we've gotten just so much really positive feedback about that. So it's encouraging. I imagine there was some virtual programming that was put together. There was virtual programming put together. Yes. Uh, do you see some of those efforts continuing into the future as we hopefully move into a world that's a little less defined by COVID? Absolutely. Um, I would say in particular, the virtual programming has been really successful for us, um, especially when COVID first hit. I think we pivoted really quickly. Um, we were actually pretty close to um, our admitted students day programming last year when things sort of shut down. And we had just a couple of weeks to pivot to a completely virtual program. And the thing we realized right away was how much greater reach we were able to have um, by doing virtual events, right? You know, unfortunately, a lot of students who would like to come visit campus don't always have the means to do so, um, either because of scheduling or because of cost. And this really sort of leveled that playing field in a way that was really beneficial. And so I think moving forward, we're going to keep doing uh, virtual programming in addition to, to the in-person programming we're able to do. Do you have any parting thoughts about this year's campus tours, admitted students, activities, or just general thoughts about what campus tours may look like into the future? 
Yeah, I, I think I would say I actually really appreciate all of the feedback we've gotten from folks around campus and the thoughtful questions we've gotten um, and even the concerns. Because um, I think it really speaks to how thoughtful our campus community is being about COVID in general and about the safety of our campus community, which is something that, you know, is never a bad instinct. I think it's always the right move. Well, thank you for being willing to speak with me today. I really appreciate it. Happy to. Have a great day. That's the perspective of someone working behind the scenes. It's clear that there are a lot of moving factors impacting the college's ability to safely offer on-campus events this semester. Next, let's hear from a student tour guide involved with this spring's events. I sat down with tour guide Mira Anderberg to get her perspective on tours in the time of COVID. I'm Mira Anderberg. I am currently a junior here at Whitman. Um, I use she, her, her pronouns, and I'm majoring in the combined major of biology and geology. And how did you decide to become a tour guide? Well, my first year I got hired as a tour guide um, and I wanted to have some sort of job on campus and I thought that it would be a fun way to just like get to talk to people about something you like. Do you feel COVID safe giving tours? Yeah, I do feel pretty COVID safe giving tours. I haven't seen anyone on a tour not wearing a mask. Um, they may not be wearing them like when they're walking around on campus just because I don't necessarily know if they know like the general Whitman guidelines because they're not like a student here. They didn't have to sign the contract or anything. So how do you feel about Whitman bringing prospective students on campus during a pandemic? Like, is this necessary for prospective students or do you think it's putting the Whitman Walla Walla community at risk? Um, I do think it is putting the community at risk a little bit. Um, I think when you introduce any new people into a community, even for a small amount of time, um, of course, there is some risk into that. Um, but I do think it is really necessary in terms of Whitman's goal to bring students to the college. Um, because it is such a small college, um, we're told at admissions that the tour is one of the most important aspects of getting a student to come to Whitman. Mm -hmm. um, I do know multiple of my friends and a lot of students here, they came to Whitman because of their visit here. It wasn't because of like the facts online or like the pictures they see online. It was the whole experience of getting to come to Whitman, tour the school, see the atmosphere that makes people wanna come here. So it does, it is a definitely a balance of like how much risk is worth more students coming, but I guess if more students do come to Whitman, it is supporting the community in the future. I'm wondering, you know, where are these families coming from? Where have you seen students arriving on campus from? Yeah, in the, so in the fall this year, it has mainly been people from Portland and um, Seattle and like other places in Oregon and other places in Washington, definitely a drive away. But recently, like I've given a tour from people from Texas that came like all the way from San Antonio and but mainly still like the, the demographic of Whitman is still very much like Seattle, Oregon and Washington and like Bay Area, Colorado based. So that's the majority of people who are coming. So fortunately, they do get to drive 
Um, but there definitely are people who are flying in. Do you think Whitman is making the right choice in focusing their COVID resources on prospective students? I don't really know. I feel like I'm so mixed on it because obviously like it would be nice for me to if I needed a rapid test to like go get a rapid test but also like I've gotten called maybe like eight times for the like um, pool testing so I do feel like the resources like we do have a lot of resources to get tested if you're lucky to get tested um, and especially with I think more students getting vaccinated it does seem like more justified that the school is trying to bring more people yeah, I, I, I don't know. Something that comes to mind for me when I see that focus on COVID resources is like Whitman College is an educational institution and also a business. And so mm -hmm. like this is kind of their marketing part of the yeah. business, right? So yeah, and part of it is also like, you know that they're doing these rapid tests because if COVID does have an outbreak because of these admitted student admitted students days, at least they can say, we rapid tested everyone like it came back negative and like it's not our fault mm -hmm. which is definitely like kind of shady you're kind of like uh like you're, you're you, have, you have an out I feel like especially this year all of the students are like so hyper aware of it being this weird balance of being like an academics thing and a business and it's really hard to grapple with as a student um just trying to learn <laughs> Yeah, we definitely saw that response after the FSR for sure. What kind of energy are you getting from prospective students? Generally, it's like being overwhelmed. I think in general, the process of like applying to college and choosing a college, very overwhelming. I think they are very grateful that they can see the schools that they're going to go to potentially and like have a more informed decision because it is really scary picking a place that you've never been to, they must be so nervous. You can't even imagine like what a high school student is probably thinking coming to college. The parents, oh my God, the parents are like the most grateful people. They're like, they get to ask a real person a question about like what's going on and get like an actual perspective in real time, which is really nice. I am a first year and so I was making my college decision last spring. And it was hard because that was right. It's all the restrictions were shutting, like uh, the world was shutting down basically. <laughs> we were trying to figure out where we wanted to go next. Um, and I know a lot of my friends now are having thoughts of transferring just because they weren't be able to have that e experience of visiting a campus. Um, so yeah, majorly important. Thank you so much, Mira. It was so incredible to hear all of your insights as a tour guide and your opinions about COVID resources and tours. So I really appreciate your perspective. Thanks for joining me on the show. Thanks. Arguably the most important piece of the tours are the admitted students who travel in some cases across oceans to be here. I spoke to two student parent pairs on March 27th outside of Cleveland as they enjoyed the brunch piece of their tours. It was windy that morning, but our conversations still carried. I'm Ian, traveled from Hawaii, been uh, touring a bunch of colleges on the mainland here, um, kind of in the Midwest area, and then ended up here in Washington. It's got to be kind of nice, probably, for you to, as like a parent, to figure out more about. I feel like you get to know more about a college 
when you get to tour with other people instead of just walking around a campus yourself. Yeah, definitely. So. Sure, yeah. So it's been nice to see the different aspects of the school. That's been great. And to get a better sense, I think, of what it feels like to be here as opposed to just walking around, you know, everything's kind of shut down. So has your impression of Whitman been any different, like been made any different through the course of the tour? Or is it probably way different to be here in person than just to look at pictures? But what struck you so far? Um, yeah, it's been different for sure. I mean, for one thing, there's areas that, like this that you can't see as well when you're driving. So I like, I like the fact that we were able to kind of walk through and also look into the buildings. It's really nice. It gives you a good idea of, um, yeah, you know, what it looks like on the inside because not always, can't always tell from the outside how it's going to be when you're actually here. So just a little more generally, how has COVID affected your college decision process? Has it been a lot of just jumping blindly? Yeah, um, I mean, like I said, we come from Hawaii, so I probably, there's a lot of kind of blindness to the process anyway, just because we're so far away, it's hard to kind of visit places, but um, luckily this opportunity opened up and we were able to travel out here, so... Uh, it hasn't affected it as much as I thought it would. Is there anything about the tour process that you've especially liked? Yeah, I did. Like I said, I like the fact that, um, especially our our residential tour guide opened up the doors, so we can kind of see inside the different buildings. Thought that was pretty neat, even though we can't go in. Um, and everyone's super informative. Yeah, I thought they had a lot of good information. Yeah. you know that was that was useful, um, specific to what they were showing us. Which yeah. Was nice. Well, is there anything else about the tour that's stuck out to you so far? Anything else? Um, beautiful campus and uh, good walking around it. Yeah. You caught us on a good day. Last weekend it was gorgeous. raining. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's gorgeous. You get a good sense of the place, I think, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah. And learn some more things about the school that you don't learn just from looking online. Or, yeah. yeah, so that's been great. Well, welcome to our campus. I'm glad thank you enjoyed you. it. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you guys. You For Ian and Liz, Whitman is just one stop on a broader college circuit. For the next pair I spoke to, Whitman has already been decided is the place to be. I'm Sarah, and um, I'm Grace, and we're from Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. So have there been other colleges that you've been able to tour like this this season or are a lot of them just you show up at the campus, walk around, do it all on your own? That's mostly what we've had to do. Um, but before COVID, like a year ago in February, we were able to do a couple of tours before all this happened. Yeah, we got on it early. So <laughs> that's that's probably the, the smart move to make is I mean, and, and at that point, we weren't thinking that going early would be potentially it, so. Right, right, yeah. but we didn't get here, you know, so to be able to come now made a huge difference, you know, to be able to actually have an in-person experience. So was Whitman somewhere you always knew you wanted to come visit? Um, yeah, I mean, from like the start of my college process, yeah. yeah. What about it struck you? Um. I am from a really small high school, so I wasn't super interested in a huge school because that's a big change. Um, and I have been a competitive climber for 10 years, so I was interested in a climbing team, which Whitman has. Um, yeah, yeah, the location's really pretty. Yeah. Is there anything that you've liked in particular about the area or the tour? 
You know, she had a really specific kind of list, and this just like checked off almost every single box. Um, from having outdoor climbing, you know, accessible to being a small liberal arts college because she's undecided. Um, you have a huge outdoor focus. I mean, we're, you know, camp. She sleeps outside in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> so it just seemed like she was going to be able to find her people yeah. and her and her community really quickly here. So that was that was a real draw. So I'd imagine this tour that you're you're on right now has looked very different from the tours of a year past. Mm -hmm. yeah. How have Whitman's COVID protocols impacted this tour? Do you think that the protocols that they're offering are reassuring that they have provided a positive experience? Um, yes, I think it's really positive and I actually don't think it is that much different from what we saw a year ago. Like, for example, with the residence halls, you know, normally they're not going to let big, to big groups to look in and look, at, look go into individual residence halls, so there's no difference there. Um, what else? Do you think there's a big difference or? Not really. <laughs> yeah. So will we see you here in the fall? Yes. That's so fun. <laughs> That's so fun. What's been your favorite part of the tour so far? Or the favorite thing you've been able to learn about campus that you didn't know before? I liked looking at the um, like separate little houses, like the, the, the um, interest, interest houses. houses. Yeah, yeah, the interest yeah. houses. Um, those are super cool. I've been taking German for a while, so I don't know, maybe German house. German house <laughs> your sophomore year, that could be the move. Yeah. And just to see the food and the food options to get inside, to actually know that, you know, there's going to be lots of choices. The food was excellent. It was real, that's always reassuring, too, that you're going to feel like you're going to leave, you know, get, get what you need in, in that department. It's, it's important. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share about either your college application process or the tour experience? I'll say that, um, you know, one of the things that was really great about Whitman was um, when we were applying, um, there was just a lot of communication between the um, admissions team and... Quick responses. Quick responses, um, super encouraging. Um, I think Madison, call him yeah. that. Is, yeah, She's she great. Was <laughs> she was great, and um, you don't get that everywhere. So I would say you guys did an excellent job on that front as well. We felt really welcome from the moment you yeah. started communicating with us. Well, thank you for talking to me and welcome to Whitman. <laughs> I spoke to Naima, our last guest for today, in Prentice's Great Hall, where we discussed the merits and structure of campus tours. I am Naima Correa. I use she, her pronouns, and I am class of 2024. Yeah. So this has been your first semester on campus. Were you able to see Whitman before you came to Whitman? Never. Never? No. So how did you make the decision to be here if you didn't get a tour? I made the decision through the video tours that were accessible on the website, as well as just being offered a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's very fair. What are your general thoughts on campus tours overall? I think they're very helpful for incoming students and especially families. Do you think they hold more value besides just being for families? Or do you see campus tours as essentially marketing? That's where it gets dicey. I have experience being a tour guide from um, 
high school perspective. And so we'd be given like a packet that had a general outline of what we were supposed to show on the tour, places to visit, the best spots on campus, and like a rough script of what we should, should and shouldn't say. And I found the shouldn't say part always to be like really fascinating because I think the purpose of tours or like the tour guide itself should always give insight into their own experience, whether it is a good or bad experience. I think the problem is that there's too much emphasis on don't show this or like leave this out because we need to focus on the good. <laughs> I feel like they just purposely leave out information to make the institution more credible, more exciting, which is, you know, it's a good, good thing for the school. Like you should be swaying these people. <laughs> they should come out of the tour feeling excited about the school and not down about anything. But at the same time, if they ask questions that are like genuinely trying to get at something, like uncover something, then the tour guide should be open about it and shouldn't hide that information. Do you think that the potential benefits of a tour, getting to see the campus, see students where they normally are, ultimately provides more benefits than what could be left out in a tour. Yes. So I guess to talk more specifically about the tours that we're seeing on campus right now, how do you feel about them as someone who lives here? It's generally like fine. Like they should be allowed to explore campus. And I, I think it gives it more of an authentic feel for the tour people. <laughs> like they get to get a real real depiction of what the college life is like. Well, thank you, Naima, for, thank for you, sitting Casey. down with me. <laughs> yeah. This semester, campus tours have been a bit of a learning experience for both administrators involved in their planning and for the students interested in visiting. Nevertheless, it seems as though prospective students are grateful for the opportunity to go on an organized tour and tour guides are excited to get to share their campus safely, and current students, while at first kind of caught off guard, are now seeming mostly indifferent. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Whitman Wire podcast. We'll be back next week with a deep dive into dining options and meal plans.